Hello and welcome to a very special Uncanny Magazine Kickstarter Backer Award edition of Random Pursuit on the Incomparable Network's game show. A game that discards the board and shuffles trivia cards from lots and lots of trivia games. I am your scorekeeper, Stephen Chapansky, and now your host of this and every episode of Random Pursuit, Erica Ensign. Thank you, Stephen. That is right. I am so excited about today's game because it's been almost a year in the making. As some listeners already know, Stephen and I produced the podcast for the multi-award-winning Uncanny Magazine, a fabulous magazine filled with fantasy and sci-fi, fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. And during last year's Kickstarter to fund year eight of Uncanny Magazine, Stephen and I offered a backer reward level that would bring along a couple of backers to join in the fun of random pursuit. And lo, that day is here. So now... I will introduce today's player in the order in which they will play. That order was, as always, determined by random.org. Random.org. <laughs> Somebody always sings the uh, the theme song, so I'm just leaving a little space for it. All right. First up, though, uh, I have to say random.org is really on the ball today because our very first player is none other than the co-editor-in-chief and co-publisher of Uncanny Magazine, also my co-host on the Verity Doctor Who podcast, Lynn M. Thomas. Lynn, am I right in thinking that the year nine Uncanny Kickstarter is happening as this podcast episode drops? You are correct. And I can't wait to find out what types of uh, cinema I'll be blessed with watching to live tweet the torture (laughs) as part of how we promote that Kickstarter. Uh, We are underway and we are very excited because we have lots of fantastic backer rewards and a very exciting ninth year of Uncanny Magazine planned, including dun, 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 issue number 50, which will be a double issue if we Ooh. make the requisite stretch goal. So more uncanny goodness coming your way. Lots of great backer levels. And we always appreciate your support. Yay. Yes, uh, I will absolutely put a link to the Kickstarter in the show notes, or maybe Stephen will do it since technically he does the show notes. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yes, that is that is up and running. And if you look real closely, you might see the same reward level again. So if you are interested in getting in on Random Pursuit in the future, uh, that's where you want to go. Uh, but up next... We have somebody who will be familiar to Random Pursuit listeners and readers as well. It is author, podcaster, musician, Anthony Johnston. Hello, Erica. Uh, I am I am not uncanny, but I have been called unseemly. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we'll let that count. Yes, indeed. <laughs> the generosity of our next two players is the reason we are here today. First of all, thank you so much, Molly Martin, for supporting Uncanny Magazine. Oh, thank you. Thrilled to be here. Um, My commitment tonight is if I can't be brilliant, I will baffle you with as much BS as I possibly can deliver. Oh, you are going to fit in so well. (laughs) This is perfect. (laughs) One of us. (laughs) Uh, Likewise, many thanks to Fred Pathausen for supporting Uncanny Magazine. I do hope today will be a delight that is worthy of your generous contribution. I'm thrilled to be here and I'm looking forward to it. Hurrah! And last but certainly not least, it is another familiar random pursuiter and author. Yes, I totally did that on purpose. It's fun when your pool of podcast talent includes so many talented writers. Welcome back to Random Pursuit, Dan Morin. Hi. Uh, so good to be in last place where I deserve to be. Thanks, Erica. You can That's thank Random.org. We haven't started answering questions yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Random.org, as well. I'm always always pleased to have my my contributions recognized. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be a race to the bottom. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, so quickly, here is how it works. Random Pursuit, it's it's a lot like classic Trivial Pursuit, um, but instead of using the board, each player has their own six-sided die. Or a dice rolling app like Dice by Peacock. 
the players will roll their die to determine which question on the card they will answer. And for each question they answer correctly, they'll get one point. If they answer correctly, they can roll again for another question, but they can only answer up to three questions on each turn, except for the final round when there will be no question limit. If they roll the same number two times in a row on the same turn, they get to pick which edition the question comes from. I have sent the players a list. It is way too long to read on the podcast. Also, for you new players, when in doubt, Junior Trivia 1 is the edition that most people pick. Uh, If the player happens to roll the same number all three times on the same turn, they get to pick both the edition and the category of the question. Uh, I kind of suck at noticing when this happens sometimes. So uh, call me out if, uh, if I miss it. We'll play for an amount of time determined by me, then we'll do one last round with no question limit, and the player with the highest score at the end becomes the random champion with bragging rights until the next random pursuit. (laughs) Yep, that's exactly how long they last. All right, so, Lynn, we are starting at the top of the order. With you, please roll your die. I have rolled a six. Okay. All right. Now, uh, every time I get a new edition of Trivial Pursuit, I add a bunch of those cards into the mix. And uh, I've had, I think, like three new editions since the last time we played. Something like that. There's, There's a lot. And we are starting off with one of my newer editions, which was generously sent to me by a listener. This is the Family Edition from 1992. And this is yet another edition. I now have two editions that have boxes for the grown ups. And boxes for the children. Uh, This particular one is coming from the turquoise colored box, which if I remember correctly, is the box for adults. So it doesn't actually say on the card. I'm just hoping that I got that right. So Lynn, your category from the family edition is wild card. So could be anything. What was known as white soap in its pre-floating days? And white soap is in italics and capitalized. What was known as white soap? In its pre-floating days. Ivory soap. And we're starting with a correct answer. I didn't even understand that question in Lynn knew the answer. Right <laughs> yeah, now, I, don't but I remember the commercials all. from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, because they used to float. They used to float the yep. ivory soap. Yeah. So pure it floats. Pure, yeah. Whoa. That works for cocaine too, by the way. No, I, I'm in cold <laughs> in case you were wondering. Wow. <laughs> well, we're not anymore. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next up, Lynn, you get to roll again. Three. All right, three. This is coming from another newish edition for me. This is a uh, Trivial Pursuit Junior. All right, it, it, this, these cards. Oh, this is one of those editions where the cards kind of drive me batty because you have to flip it the long. You read it the long way and then flip it the long way, and there are no letters in that little bubble to tell me to give me a clue as to like what the category is. It's just orange. Your category is orange, which apparently means science because everybody thinks orange and science, right? Totally. Mm-hmm. What instrument do doctors use to listen to a heartbeat? A stethoscope. A stethoscope. Little Miss, I'm going to be on the bottom. Already has two answers right. And, it won't last. You're going well, to get to things I have no idea about. <laughs> I promise. Well, roll again. Five. All right. This one, man, the uh, the randomness of the cards is in your favor because this is coming from the Disney, Walt, excuse me, Walt Disney Family Edition kids box and i will point out since you uh, are, are pretty new to the game that the the disney edition doesn't mean that it's all disney questions it just means that it's questions that can be answered by families playing together uh, okay. this one from the kids box so your category is science 
which apple ripens faster, one at room temperature or one stored in a refrigerator? The one at room temperature. The one at room temperature. We have started the game with a sweep. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. Good luck, everybody else. Yeah, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to resign now. <laughs> yeah, you should just retire. <laughs> <laughs> just let Lynn answer all the questions. Nope, that's not how it works. We are instead moving on to our next player, Anthony. Please roll. All right. I have rolled a six. All right. This one is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Classic edition. Uh, which this means is the it's sports and leisure, doesn't it? Oh, nope. That, this is not the genus edition that was the original. This is the classic edition that came out in 2016, trying to pathetically mimic the genus oh, edition. The editorializing what? of Random Pursuit is my favorite part. Oh, it's the best part about the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it because I am never going to stop. Um, yeah. So this is, uh, but I am afraid though that your category is sports and leisure or leisure in your case, of course. <laughs> so what is the name of the stadium in which the French open tennis tournament takes place? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Welcome to the game. I mean, to, oh boy, to Stephen be fair, is obnoxiously raising his hand. To be fair, <laughs> I wouldn't know this if it was anywhere other than, you know, Wimbledon, basically. So uh, I, I don't have the Charles de Gaulle Stadium. I have no idea. That is not it. Stephen, would you like to answer? I, is, is it Roland Garros? It is. It is whatever that is. I, I've never even Euros. heard of that. Nope. Anthony, you, sh- you should have gone with Le Wimbledon, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never even heard that combination of sounds before in my uh-uh. life. <laughs> Neither. I believe I. Roland Garros was an early aviation pioneer, uh, but I could be oh, okay. mistaken. Wasn't wow. he the guy in The Usual Suspect? No. That was, uh, <laughs> so yeah, keen ghost- tennis player, clearly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ghost point for our, uh, for our scorekeeper. For, Fred, yeah, well for, for those of you new to the game, uh, a couple of players many years ago came up with the concept of ghost points. And that's when you know the answer, even when it's not your question, so that you get something Which that makes your heart... all the time. <laughs> yeah. Makes your heart feel warm, but it doesn't actually do you any good in the game. And makes the other contestants feel worse for not knowing it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> They're wonderful. It feels it. It feels like being a sibling all over again. <laughs> yeah, we 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 strive to create a family atmosphere here at Random yeah. Pursuit, and with that comes all the good and the bad. All right, uh, Molly, it is your turn. Please roll your die. All right, my D and D dice have not served me very well. I got a one. Well, you know what? That depends on uh, what categories you're really good at. Uh, this is coming from the Genus 2 edition. I should specify, this is the Genus 2 edition that has a special sticker on it that says only sold in Canada. So, uh, yeah, pretty exciting. Category 1 is geography. And sure oh. enough, it's a Canadian question. <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them are Canadian, but this one is. Uh, what eastern Canadian province is home to the Burren Peninsula? That's spelled B-U-R-I-N. The Burren Peninsula. Oh, we're looking Lord. for eastern Canadian province, which technically we're in western Canada, so it's probably closer to you than it is to us. I am going. So I feel like I have a 50-50 chance of getting this right, but I'm just going to say um, Newfoundland. Yay! That's not technically the right pronunciation. I'm going to have to correct you on that. It's Newfoundland. Oh, no. but, oh Newfoundland. <laughs> yep. But we are giving you the, the the thumbs up because that is the correct answer. 
Stephen, isn't Newfoundland and Labrador the actual official name of the province, though? Why is this Canadian edition question saying Newfoundland? The official name of the province became Newfoundland and Labrador, I think, at some point after that game was made. <gasps> wow. I know. Gasp. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so I see it's, arguing it's... with the answers is a tradition here on Random Pursuit, <laughs> as well oh. as when it, when we play the Doctor Who version on Verity. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. very Although, much. You know, what I say and what the card says, it's final. Um, but Molly, you get to roll again. All right. Let's see. I got a six. All right. This is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition. This is coming from the grown-ups box, I'm afraid. So uh, apologies that it's not a kid's question. Welcome to the world of leisure. Is the... This is a great question. Is the interjection ah, that's in quotations, it's spelled A-H, is the interjection ah... An acceptable word in Scrabble. Oh my goodness. I feel like this was also a Canadian question in some ways. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm so sorry. It is, or at least it was in 1984 when this six, when this game came out. So well, there, were, there were less words back then. That's true. <laughs> Fewer words, Anthony. Fewer. Uh, all right. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, but you still got something correct so that's that does not always happen on random pursuit so you're already up on several players in the history of this game all right fred please roll your die six all right this is coming from the star wars what's the official name of it uh star wars where did it go classic trilogy collector's edition thank you thank you yes some of these have like really long titles and uh the category the category is wildcard, so could be anything. Ooh, what were the last spoken words in Return of the Jedi? Stephen is obnoxiously raising his hand again. <laughs> Probably Dan is too. <laughs> but it is your question, Fred. So if you know, tell us, what were the last spoken words in Return of the Jedi? When in doubt, you know, completely cross the fandom streams because it would be it would be really hilarious to imagine James Earl Jones saying, <laughs> That is a fantastic answer. It is not correct. Dan, would you like to tell us what it is? Is it well, I mean, is it the last one in English? <laughs> oh, I don't which know. Which edition are we talking? Wow. I have a lot of questions here. Okay, well this this classic trilogy collector's edition came out in nineteen ninety eight. Well, this was the, I have this edition, and it was the one that came out right after the special edition. I just don't know if they're including the music or not, right? Because like the the last line in the that wouldn't uh, count as dialogue. No, that wouldn't yeah, count as dialogue. So. Oh man, it's gonna it's uh, I I'm playing the movie in my head right now, and I should know this, but I'm sure Stephen's Steven still raising his hand. I his just did this game in Lego Star in the Lego. Skywalker Saga game. Too. It's one of those things where it's a lot earlier than you think, too, because it's there's a lot of scene at the end where there's no dialogue. Well, that, that's what I was thinking. Is it Leia saying I've always known? I think that, mm-hmm. um, or is there something after? You're yeah, close. Can I say my answer? Yeah, go yet? ahead, Stephen. Yeah, Just go say ahead, it. Stephen. It, it's a song popularized by the Hollies a few years ago. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. He's yeah, except my brother. for those first couple ah, of words. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's like ten, five, ten minutes of the movie after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Golly. All right. Well, uh, sorry about that, Fred. That's a that's a typical random pursuit turn right there. Uh, Dan, it is your turn. Yo. Please roll All a right. die. All right. Rolling a die. Sorry, Erica, is this a D6 at this point? This is a D6. I will warn you if Chex trivia Thank makes you. a dreaded appearance. Okay, six, please. 
All right, six. Guess what? Your first card is Junior Trivia One. Woo! Junior Trivia oh, One, boy. please. Way to get embarrassed if I get this wrong. <laughs> please, please try to think like a five to nine year old Not from a the year from the year nineteen eighty four. So, uh, answer this question in that vein. What weapon did David use to kill Goliath? Well, good news. In 1984, I was four, so I'm in <laughs> almost the right age. You're a little too young, it. I guess. Uh, I'm going to say a sling. Yes, it's a slingshot, okay. but that is, yeah, we're giving it to you. Come on. Same thing. All right, you get to roll again. All right, re-rolling. And a one, please. All right, this is coming once again from Genus 2, the only sold in Canada edition. The category is Geography. What country's patron saint is Our Lady of Guadalupe? Oh, boy. Um, it's not the country. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, that's that's I, you know, I'm trying to make this interesting for all the listeners at home as I think <laughs> uh-huh. in my head and try to do this and mm-hmm. figure out exactly vamp, vamp, which vamp. one. Yep. That's what I'm doing. I'm Our Lady, hard Our Lady of, of Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Um, well, mm-hmm. sounds... I'm going to guess Dominican Republic. Mm, I'm afraid not. No. It is Mexico. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Stephen, score check. Scores after one round. Uh, Lynn, with her sweep, uh, leads, of course, with three. Uh, Molly and Dan each have one. Fred and Anthony yet to be on the board, but it's early. It is very early indeed. But Lynn, that brings us back around to you. Please roll your die. All righty. I've rolled a six once more. All right. This is coming once again from the classic edition, which is the 2016, you know, fake genus edition. Nobody wants to say genus anymore, apparently. Uh, Category six, sports and leisure. All right. In 1971, surfer Tom Morey invented the lightweight foam bodyboard and named it what? A boogie board. You're correct. It is a boogie board. Also, one of the things that I do really like about this edition is some of the later editions of Trivial Pursuit now give you a little extra information about some of the answers, which I think is cool. So this says boogie board, but it also tells us, quote, spawning the nickname boogers for bodyboard surfers. Seriously, exclamation point, (laughs) which is adorable. That's editorializing. Yeah. Boogers. I've never actually heard that. I know people who do use boogie boards. I've never heard anybody refer to them as a booger. I, I, I have dear friends who boogie board, and I'm now going to start referring to them as boogers. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. All right, you get to roll again. All right. Three. All right, this is coming from, oh, yay, I'm so excited, my newest edition of Trivial Pursuit, another one sent by a lovely member. Uh, this is Trivial Pursuit totally 80s yes <laughs> totally 80s edition yep i'm pretty excited about it uh it actually came out in 2005 not sure if that makes a difference uh, you said that was a three category three is movies so what film gave mary Kay place the line quote i'm ovulating right now the ground is ready i just need someone to plant the seed i'm looking for the name of the movie i have no idea <laughs> Yep. Uh, um, 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 hmm. Mr. Mom? I don't know. It is not that. Does anybody know this? Because I certainly did not. No, it it is. Why don't you illuminate all of us? I'm sure you know, right? <laughs> uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi. <laughs> that is the last line in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, apparently, that was in The Big Chill. 
which I have never actually seen, oh, but I know, it ex- I movie. know it existed. That was actually my next guess. Um, ah! <laughs> seen it, but not for many years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it, I haven't seen it since the 1990s, so mm-hmm. not much stuck. So like four years ago? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was obsessed with the soundtrack to that movie when I was a child, because it has... Um, I heard it through the grapevine by Marvin Gaye on it. <gasps> ah, I wonder if that's kind of what repopularized that song, because I certainly knew it as a kid, too. All right. Well, Anthony, it is your turn. Please roll a die. Right, so. <sighs> roll a six. <laughs> it's so funny to hear people sigh like that. Uh, this is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition, the Grown Ups box. Oh, I used no. to call it the I used to call it the adult box, but we realized fast that that doesn't sound <laughs> yeah. right. That, so. that means it's going to be American adult sports of all the flipping. Ooh, it, it might <laughs> actually be worse for you, Anthony. Uh, welcome to the world of leisure. Whose speech highlights Walt Disney World's Hall of Presidents? And this <laughs> game came out in 1986. So as of 1986, what's, whose speech highlights Walt Disney World's Hall of Presidents? Okay, so this actually isn't anything to do with... It's leisure. No. <laughs> yeah, not sports. Though. Nope. Um, I mean, I'm going to just, I'll make the obvious guess and say Abraham Lincoln. The obvious guess is almost always correct in the Walt Disney edition, so congratulations. You get to roll again. I mean, it was that old Walt Disney himself, wasn't it? (laughs) That would have been a twist. All right, two. This is coming. Wow, it's another one from the classic edition. I must have, like, just, you know, (laughs) stuck a bunch of those in. Stephen bought it for me for Christmas, so this is, is, you know, making good on a a, a lovely gift for my scorekeeper. That that you keep (laughs) demeaning as you read out questions from it. (laughs) Hey, I complimented it once already in this game. That is part of it, yep. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, category two in the classic edition is entertainment. What is the name of the relentless cyborg played in 1991 by Robert Patrick in Terminator 2? (laughs) (laughs) That is the T-1000. It is indeed. And because this is the the lovely classic edition, we get more information. It says the malleable metal Terminator was justly liquefied by hero Arnold Schwarzenegger. Isn't that nice? (laughs) But you get to roll again. That is nice. And I rolled a one. All right. Oh, yay. This is another one coming from my new family edition. And once again, I will remind you that the family edition came out in 1992. This is coming from the questions for children box. And the category is entertainment. Which eye did Popeye say he lost in the most artful battle? Wait, the most what? artful <laughs> battle of meal life. Why would they do that to me? Uh, yeah, so we need to know basically which eye did Popeye lose? I, I mean, it's fifty-fifty. <laughs> uh, or is it? Or is it? <laughs> it's very, it's very cosmic, man. He lost his, his third, third eye. eye. He lost yeah, his third I was just going to say, yeah, un- unless Popeye has suddenly become a lot more enlightened than uh, than when I previously read it. Um, the right eye. It's the right eye. We have Woo our second way. sweep of the game. <laughs> Although one of them was a com- two of them, in fact, were complete guesses. Hey, that's that doesn't matter. That that's all all's good in guessing in this it's game. About results, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Molly, it is your turn. Please roll a die. All right, let's see. We've got a four. All right, this is coming from 
the Star Trek 50 Anniversary Edition. That's right. It's not the 50th Anniversary Edition. It's the 50 Anniversary Edition, for whatever reason. Um, and this question, because I finally shuffled this deck all together, it's... <laughs> For for a long, long time, I was reading only so, questions to people oh, from yeah. the original series. Original series. All <laughs> Sorry, original yeah. series questions. Sorry, folks. Uh, but because I shuffled it, this one's coming from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, I have no idea if that's a good thing or a bad thing in your book. Um, category is purple, and that means aliens. So mm. what was the name of Dukat's half-Bajoran daughter? Wow, wow, that is a question. Well, I'll give you time to think about it while I slowly complain about having to turn the card from Here left to right instead of up and down the way <laughs> real trivial pursuit should be. These genre editions just make me mad. I think they I think they are legally required to be different than the regular versions because they <laughs> you're, aren't official. You're making that up. They're is licensed. That the, that's official. Is that the Star Trek version that comes in the little shuttlecraft model? It is. It's super, super cute. And I didn't realize that you have to dig to the bottom of it to get to cards that are not the, good, the original the good series. questions, please. You know, yeah. you know, if you hadn't dug to the bottom, I might have a chance, but I'm, I'm going to oh, just no. quietly slink away with my, my, um, my admission that I just don't know this one. Is there I will a ghost tell point you, on offer? Uh, yeah, absolutely. If you know this. I do know this. What is it, Dan? I believe it's Zial. It is. Do you know the first name? Well, that's technically her first name because Bajorans do the last name oh, first. Oh, I see. I don't know a lot about Star Trek. Uh, do, you, do you know? Okay, do you I know her? I don't remember the last surname. name. Mm -hmm. no. It's Tora, apparently. Tora, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. I am super impressed because that is a very specific question. So, She's a fairly uh, significant yeah, ghost, character. Ghost yeah. point for you. All right. Uh, I haven't actually seen all of Deep Space Nine, so. It's actually the best uh, Star Trek. It's been so I hear. lab proven. Mm -hmm. In 2019, mm -hmm. the results came in. Sure. All right, Fred, it is your turn. You may roll. Five. All right, this is coming from the Baby Boomer edition, one of the earliest editions of Trivial Pursuit. Uh, it came out in 1983, but it's about Baby Boomery type things. The category is Lives and Times. Whatever that means. So what, impression, what impressionist painter noted, quote, I do not take drugs. I am drugs. <laughs> wow. That's a good mm. line. That's a really good like line. Lou Reed than an impressionist <laughs> painter, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Maybe, uh, maybe Lou Reed took inspiration from this particular impressionist painter. Salvador Dali? It was Salvador Dali. Congratulations. You get to roll again. Lives I'm sorry, I'm having a little trouble with the classification of Salvador Dali uh, as an impressionist. I was just going to say that. Yeah, yep. hang on a minute. I am very surprised, but the cards Boomers win, you guys. only recognize certain forms of art. and <laughs> I feel like artistic liberties are being taken in this classification. It's, it's a little <laughs> yeah. known fact that Salvador Dali did great impressions, okay? <laughs> <laughs> very little known. <laughs> Uh, all right, you get to roll again. Four. All right. This is coming from the 20th anniversary edition. Used to be my least favorite edition, and then I got a bunch more editions and found out there's a ton of bad ones. So uh, <laughs> welcome to an edition that I think is really hard for no good reason. The 20th anniversary edition, category four, is brown, and that is the written word. I'm not going to try to roll my R's like Anthony does. Anthony, you want to say it for me? The written word. Thank you. All right. <laughs> what novelist was tapped to pen Lara's book based on the Tomb Raider star? And Lara's book is, and Tomb Raider both italicized. 
what novelist was tapped to pen Lara's book based on the Tomb Raider star? I have no idea, but Norman Mailer writing <laughs> Lara Croft would be amazing. <laughs> oh, I want that to exist in the world now. Oh, alas, it was it was not that. It was Douglas Copeland. Oh. So there, there really? you go. Really? Really? That's what it says. Huh? Really? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, what the card says. I can't like, verify it. That's, that's a, a fascinating choice. choice. That's just, just, yeah, wow. <laughs> you know what? You got to make your money somewhere, right? This is true. This is true. No, I don't blame him for taking the gig. I'm just surprised that they would approach him rather than, you know, I don't know, Dean Koontz or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would have done that good. <laughs> uh, all right, Dan, that brings us to you. All right, Roland. Good old D6. And two, please. All right. This is coming from the totally 80s edition. Oh, boy. Category two, television. So what actress who played Flo in the movie Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore appeared as Flo's replacement Belle on the TV series Alice? And of course, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. And then the word Alice italicized because they're titles. I'm vaguely familiar with those as things, uh, but I could not. Oh, boy. Name um, an actress from the 80s. Yeah, that's kind of where we're going. 80s, the de- a decade in which I was technically alive for 99% of. Um, <laughs> oh, you were the baby. Cool. Uh, I'm just going to go with uh, B. Arthur. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Another thing I really want to exist in the universe. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is it is not that it is Diane Ladd. Oh, so. I, I, a name I know but probably yeah. would mm-hmm. have never connected to this. Yep. All right, Steven. I'll well, see you next round, everyone. <laughs> How you doing? How are we doing, Steven? Is Diane Ladd related to Alan Ladd or Alan Ladd Jr.? Oh, I, I don't s- actually know. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Be, I feel like oh. that is a it's like a dynasty, like a Hollywood dynasty. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, if so, Alan Ladd mm-hmm. Jr. helped greenlight uh, Star Wars, which I became know a film. That. And then, of course, the the most famous thing, uh, tying it back to B. Arthur, of course, she was in the Star Wars Holiday Special. So <laughs> she was perfect in the Star Wars Holiday <laughs> she Special, was so good. and nothing else. Possibly uh, her greatest role. Yep. Uh, scores at the end of round two: Attack of the Clones. Uh, <laughs> Lynn continues to lead with four. Anthony, though, with his sweep, is up with three. And then Molly, Fred, and Dan each with one point. All right, that brings us back to the top. Lynn, roll your die. Five. Five. All right. This is, once again, the Walt Disney Family Edition. This is coming from the Grown Ups box. So, Lynn, welcome to the world of science. What wood is obtained from the tectona tree? Or maybe tectona? T-E-C-T-O-N-A. What wood is obtained from the tectona tree? Um, Teak? It is teak. Wow. Love this. That was a wow. wild guess. <laughs> Love this for you. I thought that might have been the Tectayune tree from Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, Flux, that, but, uh... that was immediately where my brain went as well. Clearly, <laughs> this is this is wood that travels through time and space. Maybe it's used to build TARDISes. <laughs> Ooh, suddenly it all comes together. There you all go. Right, you get to roll again. All right. Three. All right. This is coming from the Star Wars uh, blobbity blobbity classic trilogy collector's edition <laughs> wow the disrespect yeah, nailed it <laughs> it's so long uh, although it's not as long as the lord of the rings one um history is your category obviously that's the history within the universe of star wars not the history of our universe so uh who was the first character to board the falcon during the evacuation of hoth 
Falcon is italicized, just so you know. During the uh, during, during the, the evacuation, evacuation of Hoth. Of Hoth. Mm-hmm. And the uh, this is one of those ones that has a picture on the side, which is not great oh. for podcasting. Uh, but I will tell you, it is a picture of the Millennium Falcon uh, in dock. And there is, let's see, we have C-3PO and R2-D2 up here on the card. Let me see if there's anybody it, else. Is that card a spoiler? Is it basically telling You're you the You're supposed to show the card oh. to the person. Um does it show the first person getting on the, it does not. the Millennium Falcon very closely? Yeah. yeah, it's so it's so dark. This picture is maybe it's faded because these are old, but I think I see Han Solo there. I think I see. Who else do I see? I don't know. But I, I'm just going to basically. I, I'm, it's not I'm honestly just going to stab at this because, like, my Star Wars is is a thing that I have consumed many times and yet have not retained nearly enough of. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just hazard a guess that it's Chewbacca, his co-pilot, that is actually entering the the Falcon first. It freaking is. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> All right. So you duck. get to roll again. All right. I was going to make Wookiee noises for the uh, <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Um, I'll save that uh, for a stretch goal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> For the Return of the Jedi question, I was like, well, if I can't sing the Ewok song, I can at least make Wookiee noises, but <laughs> yeah. that technically wouldn't have been the last line. I got a two. <laughs> All right. This is coming from the, the 1980s edition, not okay. to be confused with the totally 80s edition. So the 19- it's like the 1980s, but not quite? It's a, it, this is the one that came out. It actually came out in 1980 or 1991. It is one of the earlier editions uh, of Trivial Pursuit, and it's awful. Um, and uh, so I apologize because these questions are way harder than the ones in the totally 80s edition. Duly noted. Category Entertainment. What 1988 bootleg LP features Yoga Is As Yoga Does and Queenie Wahini's Papaya. Those are italicized. Um, wow. Uh, I'm going to say Bob Dylan's <laughs> The Basement Tapes. Uh, it's not. Um, I think you might have to uh, bleep this, Stephen. The answer is Elvis's Greatest sh- Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, okay, then. Yeah, this, this edition. Weird. Um, By who? Wow. That's a junior edition? I don't know. Uh... No, this is 1980s. Wow. It's not certainly not the junior edition. This is the 1980s. The the one that came out so long ago, only one side of the card is laminated. Um, so yeah, uh, we've all learned something today. Yes, this is this yes, is great. We have. have we though? Have we? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see if this is in the uh, Baz Luhrmann movie. <laughs> Maybe right. it is. So, uh, Anthony, that brings us to you. I think we, nothing's going to be more interesting than that that question. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> I rolled a five. All right, this is coming from the Star Wars edition. Category mm-hmm. five is droids, creatures, and aliens. What race were the three aliens seen napping outside the entrance to the Moss Eisley Cantina? Oh, what? <laughs> yep, there were three aliens apparently napping outside the cantina, and I want to know what race they were. I think the Kenner names would be applicable here if you can't think. <laughs> oh, you know, my like goodness. Snaggletooth and Squidhead and Hammerhead. <laughs> Stop giving and... everything away, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, he's just named, like, you know, most of the aliens that I can actually name. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to say one of those if you want. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I, sorry, when was this? Classic trilogy, 1998, so that's... Yeah, it came out in 1998, and it is just the classic trilogy. It doesn't have, like, prequel questions. it it might be uh, the bad CG aliens. It could be. Exactly. Uh, That's what mm -hmm. I was going to say. It's post-special edition. I'm going to guess that this is an edition from 
the special edition falling around. Um, so I'm going to guess napping. napping I'll, I'll tell you my nap. reasoning here. I'm thinking it's either Gamorreans because they didn't appear until Jedi in the, you know, pre Tom Foolery editions. Uh, <laughs> and it was the sort of thing that he'd put in there to, you know, preload them as it were into the films or it's Jawas for comedy value, but you don't often see Jawas outside of, uh... Oh, what the hell? My first instinct was Gamorreans. So I'm going to say that. Oh, you should have gone with your second instinct. Shouldn't I? Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It was Jawas. <laughs> was it in the pre special editions? I think it is. Uh, okay. I don't think they did redo some stuff in those shots for sure. But I don't oh, they did. Well, like they the dewback walking yeah, through Mos yes. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think a Hondo walked in front of them all, and no one could see what they Or Rondo, <laughs> that's what they're called. A Rondo <laughs> driving uh, a Honda. Hondo right. on a Rondo. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Molly, it is your turn. All right. I've gotten a one. All right. Well, I apologize because once again, you're getting a Star Trek question from Deep Space Nine. (laughs) Sometimes the random pursuit cards give. You did say you'd shuffled them. (laughs) And sometimes they take away. Hey, they're shuffled. I mean, think about how many questions we had in between. Yep. Um, So, so yeah, category one in the, once again, I will say the 50 edition is crew members. So, which Enterprise D transporter operator transferred to Deep Space Nine as chief of operations? Um, I'm going to say McGillicuddy because I have no idea and I like that name. That's it's a really just, good name. Good guess. You're in the right country, too. I was going to say, yeah. You are. <laughs> Who wants the ghost point on this one? Uh, that was Miles O'Brien. Chief O'Brien. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Miles O'Brien. So yeah, so like, you know, I feel like you you get like half a ghost point just for guessing a name that's close. I will take it. The right geographical area. All right, Fred, it is your turn and you may roll. Four. All right. This is coming from the 20th anniversary edition. I don't know why the 20th anniversary edition gets the TH and the Star Trek 50 anniversary does not, but... Budget cuts. You're probably well, right. Well, maybe it's just the Star Trek 50. Maybe it's like the anniversary of the Star Trek 50. Mm, <laughs> there you mm, go. Mm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this category is... What is S and G? Um, oh, hang on. I looked at the card wrong. Guess what? You don't have to deal with the 20th anniversary co- question. It's from the DVD Pop Culture Edition, which I like much better. Category four is sports and games. Ooh, boy, it's an NHL question, Stephen. <laughs> so so if you don't get this one, Fred, we may have a backup uh, answerer for you. I'm ready. What NHL goalie was famous for drawing stitches on his hockey mask where he had been struck with a puck? I didn't know this, but I could have gotten it on a multiple choice. Alas, this is not multiple choice. How many how many NHL goalies are you familiar with, Fred? Uh, quite a lot. And what year was this edition? Well, the edition came out in 2003, and it is just DVD pop culture. So basically, a goalie before 2003, who uh, was famous for drawing stitches on his hockey mask where he had been struck with a puck. My wife's going to kill me if I get this wrong. Uh, (laughs) Sawchuck. It was not. Steven? It was Jerry Cheevers. It was Jerry Cheevers. Yeah, I only know that Fred. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I literally can hear her yeah lamenting this 
Uh, I am so sorry for the the intermarital strife that this game sometimes oh, causes. No, but what she can is, you do? She is with me that she also oh. thought it was Terry Sawchuck. Okay, well, see, we've just brought you together as a couple. That's fine. Calm and Terry, again. <laughs> Terry Sawchuck famously uh, appeared on the cover of Life magazine <gasps> in makeup to make it look like here's what would here's what my face would look like. If I had all the stitches uh, from all the injuries I've had over the years, that photo has been circulating on the internet for years now is thinking, look at this goalie from the 1960s. It's makeup and it's wrong. Mm. I'm here to debunk that urban myth. Thank you. Thank you very much, NHL myth debunker, Stephen Chapansky. Uh, But that brings us to Dan Morin. All right. I have gotten a five. All right. This one is coming from the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy collector's edition. I managed to look it up before I read it out loud. Long titles. Uh, five. Oh, boy. Here's where I complain about these cards. There we go. <laughs> okay, I'll settle back. And when you get to the question, let me know. You know what? Let me ask the question first, and then I can complain while I give Thank you some you. time to think about it. Yeah. Uh, the category name is warfare. So sure. what beings are the first victims of the army of the dead in the battle for Min- Minas Tir- Tirith? Minas Tirith? I don't know. Minas Tirith. Minas Tirith. Thank you. Yeah, I, I read the books a lot. I haven't seen the movies a bunch of times. So the way it's, I said it in my head, not always the same. Anyway, what? so Dan, we are what? looking for what beings are the first. Beings. Beings are the first victim. Uh, weird question. Also, yeah, so this card, there are colors. When you look at the, the instructions, there's the colors. So technically, this category should be yellow for warfare. And yet... Everything on this card is brown. Every category is brown. It does have a cute little picture of a, of a sword or a dagger, uh, but it's freaking brown. So anyway, that's my, my complaint about this. Also, my complaint uh, is that th- these questions are sometimes weird, worded weirdly because what beings is a strange way to say this. It we're, getting, is. we're getting I'm... the extended home video uh, version of the complaint on this one. Sorry <laughs> not, not the theatrical the cut. Set. Sorry about that. With uh, the commentary, though. Uh-huh. Um, I am, I'm going to guess orcs. It is orcs. Good oh, job. Yeah, yeah, the beings, beings thing definitely made me sit there going like, oh boy, I gotta rethink this one. <laughs> like, what? I mean, I, yeah, it's a Cre- strange way Creatures to Creatures is a weird thing to too. I don't know mm-hmm. how you would write that. But you get to roll again. All right. I got another five. Do you want to second five? You get to choose the edition that your question comes from. Oh man, this is always a trick, right? Because it's like, do I pick the one that's super easy? Or do I pick the one that I feel like I actually have the best chance of? All right. I'm picking a Star Wars one. <laughs> I thought you might. All right. So Star Wars. But we still take it from category five, which is droids, creatures, and aliens. So what creatures are rumored to rip people's arms out of their sockets when they lose at games? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> there's, your, there's your free. No stress goal required. Uh, it would be Wookiees. It is indeed. Wookiees, you get to roll again. All right. This time, a six, please. All right. This is coming from the DVD Pop Culture Edition. Category six is fads. Fads. Mm -hmm. What teen twins are the main clients of Dual Star Entertainment Group? And I will tell you that this game came out in 2003. So in 2003, what teen twins are the main clients of Dual Star Entertainment Group? What? Mm-hmm. Dual stars. It's all one word. D-U-A-L-S-T-A-R. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, boy. Teen twins. Mm-hmm. DVD pop culture edition. It may be bunnies. It may be bunnies. <laughs> Maybe. That's not a hint, though. <laughs> no, that, that, that's a body reference, not a hint. Let's, My first thought was anybody. like, uh, uh, what was it? 
It's Hannah Montana, but she's one person who's two per, two people, right? Uh, oh, I'm going to guess Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. You got it. We have okay. another sweep. I, I talked myself as I thought it was like, I'm going <laughs> to say this it. and yeah. then think of a better answer as I'm talking. <laughs> so, so that's an agency that deals only with twin actors. Like uh, <laughs> maybe that's uh, or maybe just them. I mean, I admire I'd probably just them. I admire their focus. <laughs> poor, poor Lizzie Olsen was like, what about me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And look who's got the career now. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> at the end of three rounds, we have uh, Lynn uh, with six. Uh, Dan, thanks to his sweep with uh, four. Anthony, thanks to his sweep in the previous round with three. And Molly and Fred with one. All right. Bringing us around to Lynn once again. One. All right. This is coming from the 20th anniversary edition. Category one is Global View. Global View. How many of every 10 chefs working in Chicago sushi bars were of Japanese descent by 2001? We're looking for a number between 1 and 10. How many of every 10 chefs working in Chicago sushi bars were of Japanese descent by 2001? Two. You're so close. It's three. Wow. Wow. I'm surprised it's that high. (laughs) Yeah, I Mm -hmm. am too. All right, Anthony, it is your turn. All right. I was going to guess two, actually, for what that's worth, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I thought one would be too absurdly low, but I actually thought three would be too high. <laughs> uh, I rolled a one. All right. This is coming, appropriately enough, from the UK Globetrotter edition, which are cards that you sent oh, no! me in the mail, <laughs> so you have only yourself to blame. Hoist by my own petard. <laughs> yep. So, category one, North America. So tell us, which city saw Lee Harvey Oswald's final TV shot? (laughs) What city, which city saw Lee Harvey Oswald's final TV shot? That's such a bizarrely word. Okay, I'm just going to guess. I'm going to say Dallas. (laughs) It is Dallas. Right. So... (laughs) Sure. I mean, Whatever. I assume that they're making some weird allusion to the Kennedy shooting. So I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. he got shot. Well, his final yeah. shot was him being yeah, shot by Jack shot. Ruby. Jack Ruby. Yeah. yeah. So right. But I, I didn't was... know whether that itself was in Dallas or somewhere else. Mm, yes, because yeah. well, he was well, he's been moved. Yeah, and also TV shot. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, very. It's a, it's a it's a weird question. Did it yeah. happen again, on live TV? It was on live TV. I think it yep. did. On, yeah, yep. it did happen mm-hmm. on live TV. But oh, again, only yourself to blame. Yeah, I know. I know. You get to roll again. I rolled a four. You got it right, Anthony. Stop complaining. Take the point and move <laughs> no, on. No, 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 no. This game is all about complaining. It's totally fine. Also, I'm British. Come on. This is this is our national sport. <laughs> all right. So we have uh, the classic edition here. Category four is art and literature. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Norman Mailer. Here we go. Norman Mailer <laughs> called which flamboyant oh, no. journalist, quote, the most perfect writer of my generation? Flamboyant journalist. Mm-hmm. The most perfect writer of my generation, according to Norman Mailer. Uh, so, uh, man, flamboyant. I mean, journalists don't tend to be flamboyant, do they? Um, I'm almost tempted to say Quentin Crisp, but I don't, I don't think that would be right. Oh, man. I mean, I, I couldn't say. I, I have a guess, but. Gore Vidal. I have a, I have a guess. Yeah. All right. It's not Gore Vidal. It is not Gorvidal, so uh, uh, F- Fred, what's your guess? Gay Talese. It is not that. Molly, what's your guess? Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. 
No, that was my guess. Though. Truman Lynn? Capote? Oh. Yeah, that was my guess too, Dan. <laughs> Truman Capote. Well, ghost points for Lynn and Dan because it was nice. Truman Capote. I oh, I didn't know Capote was a journalist. I didn't yes. either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I only well, knew him as a book author. <laughs> Ink Cold Blood is It's a journalistic right? book. A journalistic book. Well, That's true. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. I, sure. I wouldn't and, call and that of a course, we're all but, aware that yeah. flamboyant is code here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have thought of that, actually. Yeah. No. All right, Molly, it is your turn. All right. I have a three. All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit, Volume 6. That's right. They stopped saying genus after five. So it's just Volume 6. And Category 3 is history. What Judean king died in 4 BC of kidney disease and Fournier's gangrene, according to a 2001 clinicopathical conference? No, sorry, clinicopathological conference. Missed a couple syllables there. So we're looking for a Judean king who died in 4 BC of kidney disease and Fournier's gangrene, according to a 2001 clinicopathological conference. Welcome to Random Pursuit, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting the full Random Pursuit experience here. It's true. Well, I think the only one that I I only know a few of them. So, um, and I can't talk long enough to like run out the clock on this, can I? I mean, I mean, you can try. You would be the first. Plenty have done that in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just going to say David, but I'm pretty sure that's not right. It that is that is not the one. Is, Is it Soul? Nope. No, that would... Fred's got it. It is Herod. Oh. Herod. So, I've seen a Jesus Christ superstar recently. Um, uh, recently, he, by he died me. in four BC. You're going to have some continuity problems there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Fred. It is your turn. Two. All right. This is coming from the family edition, the questions for children box. The category is entertainment. Oh boy, what's deafest? In rap slang, and this is in quotes, it's D-E-F-F-E-S-T. <laughs> What's deafest in rap slang? Oh How do you do, fellow kids? My recollection is that deafest connoted superiority, as in that is the best, but I could be misremembering. <laughs> From when I was nine, and this question came out. No, you're right. It it says yep. the card specifically says the best or coolest. Yep. So, wow. I yeah. believe you mean illest. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> sick, I have a sick. license to ill. <laughs> I don't. I'm illing. I'm illing illegally. Uh, <laughs> illegally illing. Three. That's me. Uh, okay. Three. You said this yes, is coming coming from the Star Trek 50 anniversary edition. This question is from Star Trek Generations. And the category on this one is Starfleet. How many children did Picard, quote, have in the Nexus? How many children did Picard have in the Nexus? And of course, have is in quotes. Man, I haven't seen this movie in ages. Avogadro's number. (laughs) I mean, in the Nexus, I mean, anything's possible. So, uh, he had any? No, he did. He did. It's an integer. Um, it was three. Really? Okay. Yep. I thought it was just his nephew. I also haven't seen that movie in a super long. All time. right. Well, you know what? I this is what the card is saying. Like I said, I oh, haven't no, seen I, it. I, I can't confirm. I always trust the card. Obviously. <laughs> always. 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 Card always. is law. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you still feel that way once you've rolled oh, no, for don't your trust question. These cards. Yeah. these cards are garbage. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. I got a six. All right. This one's coming from the 20th anniversary edition. Category six is game time. That's slang for sports and leisure. Oh, I'm um, Oh, but maybe you'll get this one. What Red Sox player said... Oh, jeez. <laughs> whenever I do that when I'm the question master, you complain, Erica. <laughs> I <laughs> You do. say, oh, that makes me feel worse. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. I apologize. <laughs> but it... Yeah, I probably did just make you feel worse because maybe you'll get this wrong and then I'm a terrible, terrible host and you'll hate me forever. Mm-hmm. But let's find out. Let's find out. What Red Sox player said it was a good thing he didn't end up named Monroe or Omnar? And that those are both in quotes. I'd <laughs> be Nomar Garcia Para. Uh, sure. Yeah, you got it right. See? Uh, he is named after his dad, whose name was Ramon, and his name is Ramon backwards. Ah. Uh, uh, see, it's probably earned... pronounced by our people Noma. <laughs> Noma. <laughs> Noma Garcia Para. Sadly mm-hmm. traded. Um, oh. Okay, yeah, I see, earned look, my Red Sox the... hat that I'm wearing in my it, Zoom in your picture. Right now. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It yeah, is noted the, and appreciated as someone who also grew up in Massachusetts. <laughs> excellent. Yes. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, that's that's this is the kind of extra context that the card for the 20th anniversary edition does not give us. So mm. thank you. So, thank you. For that. Now that we know that, can you read the question again? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, what Red Sox player said it was a good thing he didn't end up named Manroe or Omnar? Oh, because they're all anagrams. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. Right, Omar, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are roll again. All right. I have rolled a three. All right. This is coming from the TV edition. This is the original TV edition from 1991. That's only laminated on one side. And (laughs) the category is drama. What detective duo's informant answered to Huggy Bear? Oh, uh, Starsky and Hutch. It is Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> That's why I hate that edition because all the, it's all questions about like shows from I've the, only, the time of Starsky and Hutch and before. I've only ever seen the movie remake with uh, Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. Oh, what? I've never seen the oh, show. Oh no, that's terrible. Oh no. And <laughs> which Huggy Bear I believe is played by Snoop Dogg. I mean, wow. don't get me wrong. The show was not exactly a timeless <laughs> classic, but it was better than that film. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know why I saw that movie, having never seen the show. But there was an era where I went to a lot of badly chosen movies. Mm. Blame your friends. Yep. That's what I always do. It's true. All right, you get to roll again. All right. Five, please. All right, this is coming from the classic edition, which I apparently stuffed this uh this uh stack of cards with. So the classic edition, science and nature. Good old classic science and nature. What kind of nerves in the human body are called cervical, thoracic, lumbar, sacral, and I, this is very small, cockgeal. I, I'm probably saying that wrong. What We're kind looking of for nerves? What kind of nerves in the human body? Cervical, uh, thoracic, lumbar, sacral. The last one spelled C-O-C-C-Y-G-E-A-L. Yeah, I mean, those are all, I kind of know what all parts of the body those are. I'm going to guess spinal nerves. That's exactly right. Another sweep. You are on a roll. Well done. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, after after four, uh, Dan is now the deafest of this uh, panel with <laughs> seven points. <laughs> Lynn's got six, uh, Anthony with four, Fred with two, Bali with one. All right. Lynn, roll it up. Six. All right. This is another totally 80s question for you. A category is wild card. What nation watched in horror as its rhinoceros party, quote, led by zoo rhino Cornelius I, received 110,000 votes in the 1980 election. 
what nation watched in horror as its rhinoceros party, quote, led by zoo rhino Cornelius I, received 110,000 votes in the 1980 election. Wow. Um, going to have to come up with a nation, huh? Okay. Yeah, that's the name uh, of the nation. The Netherlands. Steven. <laughs> Oh, Canada. <laughs> he was he was wiggling back and forth in his chair. Yeah, that's a that's a Canada thing. We're not proud. I missed the Rhinoceros party. They're, they were a parody party. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember when uh, the CBC used to have, uh, you know, free time for all political broadcasts during um, uh, elections. Mm-hmm. People would come on. They, each, each party would get their five minutes. And then there was the Rhinoceros party. And they had like some dancing mamba going on for five minutes. They They got their time and they used it well. <laughs> I really wow. thought this was a question about Babar for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I seriously well, considered s- that as as well and <laughs> just decided to not go down that vein and mm-hmm. make a complete... Yep. And basically went, went with, I'm going to pick a nation that has sufficient numbers of English speakers that something that bizarre might work. Mm. <laughs> Unlike Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, Those people. They speak yeah, you know. some funny languages. Anthony, it is your turn. Oh, man. I have so many questions about that rhino. (laughs) (laughs) I have rolled a one. All right. This is coming from my brand new family edition. This is coming from the Questions for Children box, in which category one is People and Places. What handicapped little girl is the play slash movie The Miracle Worker about? I just read the cards, people. Uh, Helen Keller? It is. It I mean, na- name a handicapped little girl who's worthy mm-hmm. of having a play written about her, you know? Yep. And roll again. I rolled a five. All right. Coming from Junior Trivia 1. So once again, think like a five to nine-year-old from <laughs> Not 1984. <a> <laughs> Punching oh up there, Anthony. <laughs> In the United States, what are NBC, ABC, and <laughs> CBS? Television networks? Trash. You got it exactly written as it says on the card. Television <laughs> networks. Oh, I apologize to all other players for getting that question. <laughs> Welcome to Random Pursuit, Fred and Molly. Yeah. This is going great. Uh-huh. Like, look for, looking forward to your next incomprehensible Deep Space Nine question. Coming up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Name the stormtrooper who was asleep outside <laughs> the door of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. Jim? Oh, that guy. <laughs> Always no, falling asleep he, on the job. But he, he was Canadian, right, though. I think that's what my takeaway is. <laughs> uh, you get to roll again, I Anthony. A, I rolled a two. All right. This is coming from the Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's oh, Edition. No. Category two, <laughs> weapons and vehicles. So what was the third rebel ship to fly into the second Death Star? This is a math question now. <laughs> yep. If a ship wow. leaves the Death Star traveling at 12 parsecs. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If the third rebel ship leaves the second Death Star traveling at three times the speed of flight mm-hmm. and the yeah. second ship. Yeah. Oh, man. What was the third the f- rebel ship to fly into the second Death Star? I'm going to say the Falcon. 
It is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because it's a, there's an A wing, there's wedges. Uh, there's an A wing and an X wing ahead of yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Wow, nerds. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Have guys. you met us? There's also only like three ships. Yeah. You get the name of <laughs> name a ship, right? Yeah. Well, it was well, it was calling for the call sign. To be fair, Erica did dumb that oh, question. Oh, gold, gold, gold leader, you wanted that? Y wings and B wing bombers there, and I could have made you say, "Please tell me the the full title of the ship, please." You just said the Falcon. It could be a different Falcon. It's yes, it's it, there are so many Falcons. Uh, the Centennial in Falcon. <laughs> oh, the Deso Falcon. Uh, Molly, that brings us to your turn because Anthony Anthony just swept. Oh my god. Okay, you know what? I am calling an audible as the host of this show, and I am taking this Deep Space Nine card and I am putting it <laughs> no! off the stack. No! I am not. I, well, uh, now I want to know. <laughs> you know what? After after I will read the question, okay. and if Thank if you, you get it right, Molly. I will give it to you. But first, we're giving you a 20th anniversary question because otherwise oh, it's just God. an uncruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> my goodness. I, I mean, I would I would be willing to also accept anything from any children's edition at this point. <laughs> right. yep. uh, you get to roll the die. Uh, four. All right. So this is coming from the 20th anniversary edition. Category four is the written word. What dictionary included over 231,000 main entries in its 21,543 pages in 1989. Uh, Webster's? I'm afraid that's not it. It's Is it the Ox- OED? Yeah, the yeah, Oxford yeah. English Dictionary. Oh, but you know what? I'm still giving you the Deep Space Nine question. If you get it right, we're okay. coming it. All right. Um, <laughs> so ready. that was a four. And category four in the Star Trek 50 anniversary edition is Aliens. What was the title of the religious leader of the Bajoran faith? The Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was... Uh, Kai. Kai Wynn? Yeah. Yeah. Kai. Just Kai. Kai. They're looking just for the title. Oh, so. oh yeah. I see. Kai Wynn mm-hmm. was the person. Uh, All yes. right. M- Molly, I am sorry. I tried. <laughs> Kai Wynn is the monster. <laughs> you actually, did. You did. Yeah. Yes, you did yeah. your best. All right, Fred, it is your turn. One... All right. This is coming from the very, very brown cards of the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy collector's edition from 2003. The category is supposed to be green. It's brown. Uh, It's a picture of a cute little leaf, though. And the category name is my favorite category in all of Trivial Pursuit history ever. This is my favorite category. It's things. This category (laughs) is things. So... Uh, also, a thing that I love. Do they also have about- a category of verbs? No, they really don't. It's, the categories are things, evil characters, good characters, place and history, warfare, and making movies, which I think is just hilarious. And then the even funnier thing is the fact that this question, which is in the category of things, starts with the word who. So, <laughs> wow, harsh. Uh, yep. So, who is known as the Lord of Rivendell? Elrond. It is Elrond. You may roll again. Three. All right. This is coming from the Junior, Trivial Pursuit Junior Edition. I have a lot of kids editions now that I think about it. Category three is science. What does CPR mean to an ambulance driver? Cardiopulmonary I mean, resuscitation. Yeah. An ambulance driver or anybody else who knows what CPR <laughs> means. <laughs> yes. No, only ambulance drivers. It means somebody is breaking ribs. Yeah. Good grief. You can roll again. Coffees per 
Two. round. <laughs> Two. Uh, this is coming from the TV edition. That's the original TV edition from 1991. Category two is sitcoms. What male movie star's photo did Barney Fife pin up in a courthouse back room? Huh. I did not know this. I have watched an awful lot of the Andy Griffith show, and I did not know what male movie star's photo Barney Fife pinned up in a courthouse back room. Gary Cooper. It was not Gary Cooper. It's a more interesting answer. It's Rock Hudson. That is a really interesting <laughs> answer. Interesting. Right? Yes. Especially given what we know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Andy Griffith was, that show was more progressive than people give it credit for. I will, I will say that for, for, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of my dad's favorite shows. We watched it a lot. <laughs> All right, Dan Warren, it is your turn to roll. All right. I have rolled a two. All right. Once again, this is a question from the classic edition, category two, entertainment. Which star of a magical movie series developed a rash from his first pair of wizard glasses? Which oh, star uh, of a magical which movie star series? star of a magical yes. I'm going to say Daniel Radcliffe. It is Daniel Radcliffe. Yep. And the card tells us, turns out he's allergic to nickel. Isn't there yeah. a spell for that? Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> that's, that's the card. That's not me making that silly joke. That's the card. Uh, but you do get to roll again. All right. I have rolled a four. All right. This is coming from the 19 and I, not 1990s, sorry, it's the 90s Time Capsule Edition. It comes in a very cool little tin, and each card tells me what year the question's coming from. So your question is from 1997, and the category is trends, not to be confused with fads, which is in the pop culture edition. Mm-hmm. What retailer hoped TV ads with bug-eyed Carrie Donovan and a dog named Magic could help sell clothing? Oh, man. Um... I'm, man, I kind of remember the dog, but I'm totally blanking. And so I'm just going to say Old Navy. You're right. Yes. I knew that because I hated those commercials so much that I did not set foot in an Old Navy until they stopped (laughs) showing those commercials. I never shopped at Old Navy for so many years because they were that bad. Um, But yeah. I do sometimes feel like this entire game is maybe slightly a therapy session for you, Erica. I kind of love it. Oh, no. Slightly? (laughs) Oh, no. Why would you bring that to my attention, you guys? (laughs) Uh, uh, Go ahead and roll again. All right. Let's round that out with a three. All right. This is coming from the Totally 80s movie edition. uh, Totally 80s edition movies is the category. What 1984 Eddie Murphy movie was originally slated to star Sylvester Stallone? So many options. Uh, wow. 1984 Eddie Murphy movie originally slated to star Sylvester Stallone. Originally slated to star Sylvester Stallone. Um, 84. Okay. I'm just going to say Beverly Hills Cop. You are just going to be correct with your third sweep in a row. Can you even imagine? What a different movie that would be. Wow. wow. Indeed. Wow. I feel like maybe they changed some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <You think? laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, 
Not one word of the script. I want to see the special edition where it's just Sylvester Stallone dropped into Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> oh, somebody could probably do that with deep fake tech these oh, days. Yeah. <laughs> Again, in things I wish existed in the world. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was actually going to be in the original version of uh, Rambo Part Two. Rambo, so yeah. it's, it's, uh, I thought you were going to say Judge Dread. No, it's <laughs> me too. Hey, I am the law. <laughs> yeah, you should see uh, Sylvester Stallone and Eddie Murphy's Raw. It's even more amazing. Um, <laughs> The uh, the score after nine straight correct questions there, Dan leads with ten. Uh, Lynn has six. Um, I, actually, Anthony has seven, so technically he comes first. Uh, Fred is four. Molly continues to be cursed by the random pursuit gods. A single point. It's not your fault, Molly. It's the universe's. <laughs> I, I just considered it as a public service so everyone else goes away feeling better about themselves. Aww. So you're welcome. That's very kind of you. <laughs> All right, we are back to the top. Lynn, roll it up. Three, please. All right, this is coming from the Family Edition. Questions for Children box. History is your category. What rank did a woman attain in the U.S. Army for the first time in 1970? Hmm. General. General. Correct. You get to roll again. All right. Six. Well, six is appropriate because this is coming from Genus Six. And the category is wildcard. What shaver brand aired TV ads depicting Santa gliding down snowbanks on a sled of, quote, floating shaver heads? Ew. Norelco? Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. Wow. I remember that ad. I I remember those ads. I happily do not. (laughs) I spent way too much time watching television as a kid. (laughs) Wow. I've never even heard of that brand. Oh, Norelco? I have, but I forgot about it. I think they're owned by Phillips now. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think you're right. Yep. You're right. Leave. Five. Five. Okay. This is coming from the Star Trek 50 Anniversary Edition. Category five is science and technology. And this one is coming from the original series TV show, even though I swear I shuffled most of those out. It's uh, fine. I haven't seen it. So, you know, I'm sure <laughs> this will go well. Yay. Let's. I'm excited to hear your guess at uh, how did the testimony at Spock's court martial appear? <laughs> That's a weird question. How did it appear? <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> You're uh, not gonna get this. Was I it love perchance you, but... as a hologram? <laughs> it was not. That's a great guess, though. Does anybody know the answer to this? The way it's, it's written on the card on a screen on a view screen. I nope. was going to say mind melded psychic projection. I mean, that might be closer. Flashback. It's, a, it's it was transmitted <laughs> by the Tolosians. This is why this edition is like I think the worst oh, because the questions are mean. I'm sorry, very strange. <laughs> Written by Star Trek nerds for Star Trek mm-hmm. nerds. It's true. Yeah. The menagerie. It's basically an entire Trivial Pursuit edition designed to gatekeep. pretty much there are very like most editions have uh quite a few questions that the 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 genre ones have quite a few questions that are like you know what is harry potter and the answer is wizard um (laughs) this edition does not have a lot of those unfortunately uh but antony you get to roll all right i rolled a one all right Back to the totally 80s edition. Yeah, I totally stacked the deck with my new editions. I am not <laughs> sad about it at all. Headlines is your category. What was the first independent labor union in the Soviet bloc? Hmm. Wow. Um, I mean, that's a genuinely interesting question. <laughs> and I have no idea. Um. Truck drivers? 
No, this is a very specific question. They are looking for, I guess, the name of the what? first independent uh, labor oh, union. Wow, no, yeah. no idea. Anybody the else? Answer. Does anybody solidarity. know this? It is. It's solidarity. Mm-hmm. Good oh work. wow! Ghost, well very large ghost point for Fred. <laughs> like honestly, that that's obscure enough that I kind of feel like it should be transferred to a real point. <laughs> no. <laughs> Weren't they big in Poland first? Solidarity. I remember yeah. the Lequalesund. Um, yeah. You guys are making me feel like less and less informed as the moments well, go by. Well, we were educated in the United States, Erica. <laughs> yep, so we were. Know. There you are. It's true. There's Behind actually a struggle going on between uh, Lequalesa and the Polish government for like the legacy of solidarity and hmm. the name. And there's an entire thing about like completely different political attitudes between. Um, Lequalenza and the current Polish government. Oh, and, wow. Like, and the, yeah, there, there was a New York Times article about it a while, um, a while back. There's like a huge power struggle going on. Headlines. See? Wow. Headlines. Yeah. It well totally done. fits. All right. Well, Molly, it is your turn. And guess what? It's not a Deep Space Nine question, and I don't even have to cheat <laughs> to make that happen. All right. I got a four. All right. This is coming from the... Walt Disney Family Edition. It is coming from the adults box. I am sorry. It's not from the kids box. So welcome to the world of fantasy. Tell me, does the whale in Disney's Pinocchio have teeth? (laughs) (laughs) It does in Disney's Pinocchio, and it shouldn't because a whale of that size would most likely not. You are correct on all fronts. Congratulations. You get to roll again. I don't know what my one point is going to do with the company now. Um, <laughs> Suddenly it's crowded. I've got a four again. Oh, that means you get to choose the edition that your question comes from. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. So much pressure. I mean, a uh, lot of people go for, go for junior <laughs> trivia, but some people like pick specific editions that they know a lot about. I'm, I'm just going to go with the junior trivia then. All right. So number four, there's no categories in the junior trivia cards. Uh, Number four, what is another word for patchwork? What is this? Okay. Well, I guess. What is another word for patchwork? Um, Yeah. Like quilted, maybe? I don't know. um, Patchwork. Patchy. uh, Mended. (laughs) This is a terrible question. Hang on, I've got to get my thesaurus. Uh, <laughs> patchwork. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm afraid you're not even really on quite on the right track. They're looking for collage, which I mean, oh, I can gosh. see. It. I can kind of see where they're going with it, but I think that's terrible. That's a bad question. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yep. And in every game of Random Pursuit, at least one person, usually more, uh, gets this experience that you're having now. So I apologize <laughs> that you're the one. How would junior trivia let us down like that? I it's, know. Uh, it's uh, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? All right, Fred, uh, it is your turn. Okay. Two. All right, two. This is coming from the DVD Pop Culture Edition, Category 2, TV. Who was the star of the failed pilot Lookwell? That's all one word, ital- italicized. Who was the star of the failed pilot, pilot Lookwell, co-written by Conan O'Brien? And this came out, DVD Pop Culture Edition came out in 2003, if that is helpful. Uh, it's not. Um, <laughs> I was hoping it would be some 1970s cop show that lasted only one episode. And it was like... I mean, do you think Conan O'Brien co-wrote no, a 1970s cop no. show? Probably not. Sadly. 
Conan O'Brien co-wrote a role for Conan O'Brien. You know what? That totally would have been my guess, but that is not correct. The answer. Andy Richter? It's not Andy Richter. It's Uh way better. It's Adam West. What? (laughs) Wow. Yep. Talk about things we want to see exist. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. How did that, like, wow, failed pilot. How dare you, Hollywood? I'm so upset right now. Uh, Dan, it's your turn. All right. (laughs) Bring us a happier question. Oh, please. I agree with that. Two, please. All right. This is coming from the Family Edition, uh, the Questions for Children box. Category two is entertainment. It's a trap, Dan. Look out. (laughs) (laughs) Who's had more movie sequels, Dirty Harry or Rambo? And I will point out that this edition came out in 1992. (laughs) This is a question for children? Yep. It sure is. It sure what? is. Neither of those movies are movies that children should be watching. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh-huh. Oh, man. There's at least, okay, there's at least four Dirty Harrys, I want to say. Remember the um, 80s? We got away with so much. We're the latchkey generation. This would be the conversation. This would be my wife, who was born like several years after me, be like, oh, yeah, Dirty Harry. I watched that as a kid. And I'd be like, what? Why? <laughs> she saw a lot of movies. She's not Because it was on HBO. That's why. I mean, yeah. Or the, the short answer is because she had an older brother and the parents just took them to the same movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh um, okay. Uh, well, parents gonna... are taking their kids to see a Dirty Harry oh, movie. Oh, it wasn't Dirty Harry, but she saw, like, Dances with Wolves <laughs> when she was, like, five. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. This is kind of a 50-50. Um, it's exactly a 50-50. Kind of exactly. I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say Dirty Harry. You're right. Roll again. Uh, okay. Whew. Were there five sequels or six? It, unfortunately, the card does not yeah. tell us. No, no, no. It's a, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. I, I get see it. where you're going. I felt lucky. I've lost count. No, it's too late. The moment's gone. Yeah, Move on. Sorry. Six. <laughs> six. Let's just go. All right. Six. This is coming from the 1980s, the original 1980s edition. Category six, wild card. What number was on Billy Martin's jersey when he was fired for the fifth time as Yankee skipper? <laughs> Billy Martin was fired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I remember Billy Martin. But can I tell you what number he wore on his jersey? When he was fired for the fifth yeah, time. That I, might I, that not be the same. Really, you know, it doesn't I matter. Mean, I don't know any of them. I mean. <laughs> he's a Yankee. You're suck. not supposed to care. Exactly. Like, I, I hate Billy Martin. That's the answer. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the card, but I mean, I guess it's technically true. It is true. Um, let's say seven. He's number one. Oh, of course, that would have been the that would have been the smart guess. Mm-hmm. Sure, I mean, only because it was right. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like he, he seems like he's full of ego, so right, like. I don't know who he is, but I believe you. He was he a said, manager. You know, you know everything you need to know from that question. He was a Yankees yeah, manager true, yeah. and was fired five times. That's, that doesn't say much for the Yankees organization, yeah, honestly. five times. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. Yep. Uh, at the end of the last regular round and before the final round, uh, I'll read you the scores. Dan leads with 11. Lynn with eight. Anthony with seven. Fred with two. Molly. No, sorry. Fred with four. Molly with two. All right. So that means this final round, there are no question limits. So, Molly, you could still run away with this game. It is possible. That is it, totally a thing that might happen. We, we have be, seen it happen. Yeah, we yeah, have seen a true. couple of 
amazing runaways at the end. Um, this this is a big one, but uh, but yeah. First, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to start out with Dan, see how many he can get right. That's going to give us our goal number for everybody else. So Dan, roll yes. the die. All right, here we go. Six, please. All right, this is coming from the 1960s edition. Oh, no. <laughs> Category six is wild card. This is another one that's old enough that it's only laminated on one side of the card. What word did golf announcers create to describe quote? Long iron shots dead to the pin. What what word did golf uh, announcers golf. create to describe long iron shots dead to the pin? Sport of Kings. Um, long iron shots. Uh, These are words that I know, but in this order, they don't mean anything to yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. I You know what? I really like golf video games, but I have zero interest in golf the sport. Um... So now I'm trying to remember if I have any good golf terminology. Are there announcers on golf video games? No, not really. I mean, I feel like mm. Mario Golf, right? I mean, come on. That's, <laughs> I also like mini golf, so if there's not windmills, I mean, <laughs> I'm disappointed. Uh, let's say it is called a, oh boy, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm trying to come up with anything that's even remotely golf themed. Uh, let's call it a a dinger. I like that uh, word. Do we have any golfers in in the crowd here? No, the child of a golfer. Does here. that help? Yeah, <laughs> that really depends. I I think you've overthought this massively, Dan. I think a yeah, lot of I the think, words I in there when were you red say herrings. Dead to the pin. It's got to be a hole in one. Yeah. Nope. Oh. No. No. Oh. no. It's stiff. The word oh, is yeah, see, no stiff. chance. Zero chance that I would have gotten that. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> mm, I'm shrugging. Anyway, Dan, you didn't need any more points. <laughs> You're well, at 11. Yeah. That is one of the higher scores in all of uh, Random Pursuit history. So you've, you've done well, even if you don't win. So now what we do now. is we wrap around to Molly and see if you can do it. So Dan's at 11. You are currently at two. Anything is possible. And I believe in you. So oh, ahead. that makes all the difference. All right. <laughs> I have a three. All right. This is coming from the Lord of the Rings Movie Collector Trilogy Edition. Wait, Movie Trilogy Collector's Edition. Someday I'll get that right on the first try. Uh, you said that was a three? Mm-hmm. Good characters is your category. <laughs> sure. It's a little picture of a tree. It's supposed to be orange. It's brown. Which of the following groups did not have just nine members when first introduced? And it's multiple choice. The Fellowship, the Nazgul, or the Istari. Which of the following groups did not have just nine members when first introduced? The Fellowship, the Nazgul, or the Istari? The Istari. It is the Istari. You're on your way. Roll again. Yay. Yeah, there were 10, I got a, weren't there? And then, I got a two. What are the Astari? I don't even remember. The gods? Yeah, they're, they're, I'm they're also the just really excited yeah. because I wanted to hear about the awful brown cards. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so as you said uh, two, was that you, you said? Two, yes. All right, this is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Junior Edition. Category two is purple, and it actually is purple on the card. Which is which is nice. There's just no no little letters to tell me what the heck that purple means. Oh, you know what it means? It's my second favorite category name in all of Trivial Pursuit. It's fun. 
It's oh, categories. Good. It's fun. So, which you stacked the deck for me, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't. This is random pursuit. Finally, giving something back. Although, who knows? We'll see what this question does for you. Which national park is home to the old faithful geyser? Yellowstone. It is Yellowstone. Yay. All right. On the move. Roll again. I got a five. All right. This one is coming from the Doctor Who Trivial Pursuit edition. This is the, I believe this is the 2016 one that has questions that go all the way through Jodie Whittaker's first season. And the category is monsters. Which high priestess of the Sisterhood of Karn was present at the execution of Morbius? As I turn this card left to right to find the answer, I will let you think about that. Do you know the answer? I don't know the answer, but I know that um, that getting anything wrong about Doctor Who is a serious offense, so I'm not even going to guess. I'm just going to admit that I don't know. I didn't even know the answer to this. Is it Marn? It is. It is. It is High Priestess Marin, Marin. Is, is the way it's spelled. Yeah. So it's, it's please Marin, don't. Please. Do, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> please don't feel bad about not knowing that very specific. Played by Cynthia question. Grenville, as I recall. Oh my God! In, Here we uh, go. The Brain of Morbius. Mm-hmm. Serial this code is actually four. Not making me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Original broadcast in 1976. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's not from the card. That's from his head. All right. Well, congratulations, Molly, on, on, on making a move. That was that was some good work there. I apologize that Random Pursuit got in your way with one of the terrible genre cards. So next, that takes us to Fred. Okay. Four. All right. Category four from the 1980s. This is the original 1980s cards laminated on one side. Category four. That's life. That's that's the category. That's life. Whatever that means. What airline added frequent flyer miles if you drove a general rent-a-car in 1988? What airline? Uh, Frequent flyer miles if you drove a general rent-a-car in 1988. I don't even remember general rent-a-car. General rent-a-car was actually the third ship to enter the uh, Death Star in Return of the Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) Flying an A-wing. When in doubt, Go with the first airline you think of from the 1980s, uh, TWA. That's a great guess. That's not it. It's another defunct airline. It was... Nope. A different one. Uh, (laughs) Northwest? No. No, wait, that's U.S. Airways. Uh Uh-uh. Eastern. Eastern. Eastern, which is like, I only know it from Trivial Pursuit questions. I only know it from watching old hockey games on YouTube. (gasps) That's why I know it. I've seen commercials (laughs) and been like, what the heck is Eastern (laughs) Airlines? That's that's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> that you know what, Molly and Fred, that leaves you tied, and I do think that that's that's kind of lovely. So, I, once again, I want to take this moment to say thank you to both of you for supporting Uncanny Magazine. Together, we are Alan Davies. Well done, Fred. <laughs> well done, Molly. Uh, all right. It's like golf scoring, right? We want to be the lowest. It is. Yep. I- I feel like that's true. I'm I'm going to crown myself winner and just huff off into the sunset. <laughs> that works. I absolutely support it 100%. Uh, but we do still need to get some uh, some questions for Anthony, who is at seven. All right. Uh, I have rolled a five. All right. A five. This is By the way, from... can I say my favorite category name is from the Disney box, and it's the World of Places. <laughs> because that's <laughs> just the world. <laughs> That's, that, that is up Places there for of sure. The world. 
All right. Well, this is not coming from the Disney edition. This is coming from the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy collector's edition. Warfare trilogy is movie it? collector's yeah. trilogy <laughs> collector's movie edition. Yeah. So many words. Well, warfare is your category. It's the little brown sword that's supposed to be yellow. Which hobbit rides to war with Eowyn? Oh, which, which which one is it? Oh, which God. hobbit rides to war with Eowyn? Oh, it's not. The, I mean, at least it's an actual one, question about one. warfare. Oh no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it's, it's one of the two interchangeable ones. I know. I'm very oh, how dare you, it's sir? 50, come on! I'm going to dock you a point for that. I love I both I, those hobbits so I, much. I, lo- I love They're my these favorites. Movies. I have the bo- the you know the box set extended edition. I love these movies, but I can never tell them. I can never remember which one is which name. Oh no! I mean, um, I've only seen the movies a couple of times. I I think reading the books probably a, a billion times uh, probably helped. Yeah. Is it Mary? It is Mary. Oh, well, man. well guessed. That was a total fifty-fifty guess. <laughs> and you get to roll again. Oh man. A three. All right. This is coming from Genus 5. We haven't had one of those yet. Uh, Category three is history. Okay. And I will tell you, let's see, what year did Genus 5 come out? 2000. Just so you know, what U.S. senator told a millennium celebrant, quote, honey, I was around for Y1K. (laughs) A U.S. senator who told a millennium celebrant, honey, I was around for Y1K. I mean... <laughs> I, like, I like this question. Oh, in 2000, I... Good Lord. Um, and I, I always feel really bad when you get a question that's like, what US political or something, something. Right. Especially from, yeah, you know, the kind of mm-hmm. Reagan Bush one eras, because I really was not paying... You know, other than the fact that Reagan and Bush were evil, I really wasn't paying that much attention. Um, <laughs> oh, man, senators. Mm-hmm. If you would like a hint, unless I'm very mistaken, he holds a record for an incredibly long filibuster. <laughs> In-person filibuster, actually. That, yeah, unfortunately, that That's doesn't... probably not going to help yeah, that doesn't from England. Help at all. Um, Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, speaking of evil, uh, it was Strom Thurmond. I was going to say Strom Thurmond. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that fellow. See, I was thinking it was Jesse Helms, which is a different kind of evil. Yeah, That's a different go. evil. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're there's like, a lot of evil. old enough and would call somody honey. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. what, yeah. Uh, true. Man. True. But still, respectable, respectable <laughs> score, Anthony. Eight. Yep. Lynn, you're also at eight. But now we get to find out if you can Lynn, you're our Dan. last hope. Oh, goodness. <laughs> One. All right. This is coming from the Star Wars edition. I'm just oh, going to call it that. Mm-hmm. Category one is characters. Who announced over an intercom, quote, the Empire has taken control of the city. I advise everyone to leave. Lando Calrissian. It was Lando Calrissian. Yes. yes. Hey. Lando in disguise. <laughs> Okay, next one is a five. All right, a five. This is coming from Genus 3. Genus 3, which came out in the year 1994. The category, sports and leisure. And what 
Abe Saperstein basketball team toiled for 20 years before playing a game outside the U.S. What Abe Saperstein basketball game toiled for 20 years before playing a game outside the U.S.? Is it the Harlem Globetrotters? It is. It's the Harlem Globetrotters, which brings you to 10. (laughs) Spitting distance from tying with Dan. You may roll again. Two. Two. This is coming for the 20th anniversary edition. And category two in the 20th anniversary edition is Stephen's initials. I'm just trying to figure out exactly what that means. Sound and screen. Sound and screen. What 1993 film star will likely remain in captivity his entire life because he's addicted to mankind, according to his Icelandic caretakers? Uh, let me read that again. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> yeah, this is the 20th anniversary edition. This, this used to be my least favorite. wonder why. Uh, 2002 is the year that it came out. But this says, what 1993 films star will likely remain in captivity his entire life because he's addicted to mankind, according to his Icelandic caretakers. So we're looking for the name of the film. And the star of this film will remain in captivity his entire life because he's addicted to mankind, according to his Icelandic caretakers. Okay. <laughs> A film star with Icelandic keepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, every Which Way But Loose has got to be the film. It's Clyde the Orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guess. You're on Is the it- right track. It's an animal. Somebody else have a guess there? Is it Free Willy? I, I have a... Oh, that was my guess. You took it. Oh, you get, Free Willy, of course. Ghost points for both of you. Molly Molly, and Dan get ghost points for Free Willy. Well done. Yeah, and I was, I was about eight years Roger too Robert. early. Yep. Mm. <laughs> wow. That was intense. My guess was maybe a dinosaur from Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was thinking, like, is there a movie about a grizzly bear or a bear or something like that? Is this the Werner Herzog thing? I didn't know. Slam for time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, but if you if you think about dinosaurs, then addicted to humans just takes on a whole different. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I thought because they're just like going to eat them all. You better freeze me. I was me trying to Iceland. remember. Sorry, I was trying to remember what year Silence of the Lambs came out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that too. Right. Well. Uh, at the end of everything here, uh, that being just random pursuit, not the end of everything, thankfully, uh, <laughs> I'll hope. read the scores in reverse order. Uh, Molly and Fred, both with the uh, the greatest contribution in supporting the uncanny Kickstarter, uh, end up with the lowest score, each with four. So uh, <laughs> justice is not served. I'm so sorry, but thank you again. Uh, Antony with eight. Lynn with ten, just barely uh, failing to uh, unseat Dan at the top with 11. Dan, you are the champion of this round of random pursuit oh thank you it's it's a pleasure uh all right well once again thank you to everybody i will remind all of our listeners that i will put a link to the year nine uncanny magazine kickstarter in our show notes so you can go there and the the chance to be on an episode of random pursuit may or may not still thrill you at this point after listening to that but even if it doesn't there will be a ton of other great backer rewards in addition to getting all of the amazing fantasy and science fiction that comes to you every month every other month in uncanny magazine and a pretty good podcast if i do say so myself mm-hmm. and you do because you should <laughs> oh thanks i want to thank all of my uh not so random players thank you lynn anthony 
Dan, and extra special thanks to our Kickstarter backers, Molly and Fred, and of course, Lynn, my good friend, and the, the, the actual reason we're all here, because if it wasn't for you, there wouldn't be an Uncanny Magazine to do this for. Uh, and of course, thanks, as always, to my scorekeeper and partner in Totally Not Crime, Stephen Schapansky. And thank you, as always, to our non-random listeners. Please join us again on the next Incomparable Game Show. Goodbye.